Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with the one, the only, the slightly less enthusiastic Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Yeah, well, you have you have that right. Less than enthusiastic. I, I've, I've, I don't know what to say. I'm speechless over the over the embarrassment that that happened this past weekend. Well, uh, you know, for those of you who are following along, Larry made it to the Super Bowl, and I think uh, today's topic is going to go along really well with your Super Bowl experience, uh, which is rejection, which is going to be fantastic. By the way, welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast. If you're new. You're joining a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, bringing a real substance to the conversation. We call it selling from the heart. And Larry, what an incredible uh, conversation has been coming off the back of our conversation last week with Mark Hunter about prospecting with substance and vision. If you didn't get a chance to hear that one, you definitely want to go back and listen to last week. Mark Hunter, man, just so much wisdom in that talk. Well, it was, it was, it was interesting because um, I had somebody comment and then they sent me a message and they go, my favorite part, cause you never know what you're going to get with Mark Hunter, right? That's why I just love that guy. Exactly. Just, so entertaining. I mean, he's so entertaining. I mean, at least you get the clean version because unlike Keenan, you always know what's going to happen sooner or later. But with Mark, <laughs> you know, the whole analogy with prospecting around shooting Bambi, that was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. What a great conversation. And you know, if you're involved in prospecting, one thing that is inevitably going to happen from time to time every so often is rejection. And that's exactly what we want to talk about today. And I think we have the world's foremost expert on handling rejection. Why don't you set up our guests and let's dive into this conversation, Larry? (laughs) No, I, I will. It's my pleasure. But, you know, last year at Outbound is where I really started to meet a lot of these people that, that I looked up to. And um, we'll, we'll dive into Outbound later on on the tail end of the podcast. But I've met some of the coolest people through the networks of Mark and Mike and Jeb and Anthony and none cooler as I've gotten to get to know her, but Andrea Waltz. And um, and I know this is going to be a great topic and it's going to be near and dear to my heart because I've, re- I've been rejected a lot through L.A. sports. So without further ado, <laughs> welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, Andrea. Hey, guys. It is great to be with you. <laughs> yeah, it's great to have you here as well. And, and uh, author of the book, Go for No, which you definitely need to check out. We'll put in the show notes. But before we dive into this fun topic of rejection, um, Andrea, I'm curious, we ask all of our guests, of course, what does it mean to you when you hear selling from the heart? Well, you know, when I hear that, I for a long time didn't understand what that meant. Like to me, it just seemed like a platitude and then when I really started to think about it, I thought, you know, there's, there's selling from the head and there's selling from the heart. You hear that all the time, like head and heart, head and heart. And really, when you think about your head, it's the mind, it's mindset and it's, it's really logic. And when mm-hmm. you think about heart, it's really all about like emotion. 
And mm-hmm. for me, I think when I think about emotion, I think about, okay, what's, what's that primary emotion? Well, it's a love. And I think from a salesperson standpoint, how I transfer the love is really through integrity and it's selling with the highest integrity, like selling in terms of, um, in, in, in such a way that, that you do for that customer, that which you would do for, you know, someone that you love, like someone in your family. So you really, you, you become their advocate. And if something's not right for them, you, you advocate to not do it. If something is right, you sell it and you sell it hard because you know, it's going to solve their problem. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because you just brought up something, Andrew, that I tie in all the time. And it's just music to my ears is, you know, you brought, you brought the personal side into this. And what I always want to stress to salespeople is, you know, you're going to bring your heart to your relationships, especially within family, within your significant others, within your circle of friends. But there's that, it's unfortunately, but it's all too often we walk that fine line as, okay, well, I can bring my heart to my relationships because that's obvious. Mm-hmm. But then, okay, well, why can't you bring your heart and substance and caring to your clients and treat them the same way. Yeah, I think you have to. And I think if you are, if you want to do anything in in sales in terms of establishing a brand reputation for yourself, then you need to jump on board with this philosophy. If you're just in it for the short term and a quick Mm -hmm. buck, then yeah, don't, don't, don't go with the heart. <laughs> just go, you know, yeah, just try to try to knock as many um, doors and, and get as many people sold and, and move on. But really, I think it is part of your personal um, brand to mm-hmm. bring that that to the table. Well, yeah, you know, because Mark, because Mark, Mark Hunter, you know, always talks about it with prospecting. Right. He goes, prospecting is a lifestyle, right? Sales is a lifestyle. This is just to me, this is a lifestyle. It's it's almost you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I think like one of the things that I, I love um, the month of February, because I love talking about loving sales and, and this dovetails <laughs> perfectly into this idea of selling from the heart, because I I, I, I I'm always amused when people say, you know, oh, I hate sales. I don't like to sell. Um, there's this horrible reputation and you can love to sell if you look at it the right way. And if you come at it from a place of, of love and for me, honesty, I just, I believe truly, I call, call it authenticity if you want. I just like being honest with people, especially like even I, when I teach strategy, I'm like, Hey, you can be strategic and be honest. Like say, I dropped the ball. I, I'm following up a year later. Um, this is what I did. I made this right. mistake. It's embarrassing, but here I am again. Like you can take things that even you mistakes that you made and failures you had. And if you're honest about them, you can turn them into successes. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. You know, we were, we were talking about our personal values. Larry and I were, were working on the next version of the value alignment workshop. And, and we were talking about values. And one of my personal values is integrity. But when I think of integrity, I think of, yes, being honest and true to your word and all that, but I also think of being um, wholehearted, like bringing your whole self to a situation. And I think it's as sales professionals, sometimes there's this temptation to go, you know what, this is just business. I'm going to be this business persona. But the reality is in a world where buyers don't trust salespeople, when you come in with that kind of put on fake, don't bring your whole self 
to the table, it really diminishes trust. And I think it really hinders a lot of reps. We think we have to play this role, but if we would be wholehearted, be ourselves, bring our entire um, person personality to the table in sales, even, you know, warts and all, if you will, um, I think we see so much more effectiveness there. And, and that, I love your definition of selling from the heart. That's, that's so good. But we want to talk about rejection because we're talking today to the go for no queen herself. Uh, tell, I mean, I love this idea of go for no. I guess set this whole thing up. What, I mean, talk to us about go for no. I think this is right. great. This is a sales rep. I'm going for yes. What's the deal here? <laughs> Absolutely. What on earth am I suggesting? <laughs> I, it sounds ridiculous. Glenn Who wants to punishment. hear Go for right? no. Who wants to hear more no's? This is, this is insanity <laughs> over here. Um, and yes, it is a counterintuitive philosophy. It is about fundamentally, um, and there's all kinds of nuances. You guys, we could talk about this for hours, but in a nutshell, it is about intentionally, what we say is intentionally increase your failure rate. In other words, intentionally go out of your way to hear no more often and the yeses will manifest in greater quantities. So the subtitle of our book is yes is the destination, no is how you get there. And in essence, what we teach people is, hey, if you, if you want better results, don't avoid hearing no, start hearing no more often. And in doing so, you will get those yes opportunities. Too many times people don't, um, they don't have the numbers working for them. So they're, they, they avoid situations where they're going to be told no. They avoid situations mm -hmm. where they're going to fail. They cherry pick. I Who's going to say yes? Um, some mm -hmm. kind of, you know, psychic sales ability. I'm only going to call on those people who say yes. And so all these opportunities do not get explored. All kinds of relationships don't get built. And in the end, you end up with a mediocre sales career, not one that, that is truly impacting people's lives. So you've got to be willing to hear no more often. Well, you know, because he, you know, here, here's how, as I'm listening to what you're saying, here's where I'm taking away. If I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a listener out there and, and someone who's out in the sales world is all the opportunities that you have to improve upon or learn how to handle no, right? So that the next time that situation occurs, you'll know how to deal with it. That, I mean, that's the flip side of what I just got out of what you just said. Oh, you're, you're, you're totally right. Because that's where you find out where your gaps are. That's where you learn to build the skills. And mm -hmm. if you're just sitting back and saying, okay, what I want is perfect interactions. I want to make presentations. I want to get it. I want to close the sale. I want to get a yes. I want to move on. I want everything to be smooth and easy. All right. Well, that that's not reality. So why don't right. we try to, um, sell to our full potential here? No. And then figure out, okay, how do I manage this objection? How do I get beyond this no? And really, um, we're talking about, you know, selling from the heart, love no, value no, see that yeah. no as an opportunity. There's so much there um, that is not the end of the road. Yeah, that's good. It reminds me of one of my coaches and personal mentors, uh, a guy named Pablo Giacopelli says, failure is the most fertile ground known to man. And in some ways, if you take that parallel into sales, the word no is a fertile learning ground, right? And, and we're never going to get past some of this stuff if we don't put ourselves out there. But it's going to it's going to involve a lot of rejection. And one thing, you know, one thing that we know about sales, and, and it's just uh, part of the whole game is, there is a lot of rejection. 
And uh, I'm curious, because that's our topic today. I mean, what do you say? What do you say to a sales rep about rejection? Because I I don't think anyone wants to talk about it. But deep inside, somehow we've got to to deal with rejection or it's going to deal with us, right? Yeah, I love that. I'm okay. I'm stealing that. So <laughs> you're welcome. Um, yeah, it up on the spot. yes, yes. Um, it 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 is the elephant in the room that a lot of times isn't talked about. And I I think there's sales meetings that happen all over the country, and and mm-hmm. there's a sales manager at the front of the room going, "All right, we what what the hell is going on? We need to raise our we need to get these sales <laughs> up." And and you know nobody's raising their hand going, "Well, I don't know about you, Mr. Vice President of Sales, but I'm just afraid of rejection." I mean right. nobody. Nobody raising their hand for that, but I think it's an issue. We don't say we don't say fight through rejection, battle, suffer. No, we want you to embrace it. We want you to love it. We want you to to really value it. And how do you do that? Well, the first thing is you've got to not take that no personally. You've got to value getting it. We know today it's hard actually to get no. Most of the time we are getting silence. So if we can get that no, that's where we can start to ask good questions and say, oh, wow, I'm so surprised because based on everything that we've kind of been talking about, kind of surprised that that you're, you know, so, so asking why and and digging into that no is a way to value it, but really not taking it personally Mm. is I think the secret. And how do you do that? Well, you've got to really embrace and value people's opinions and Mm. you've got to love them. I'll tell you a funny story. One of the, one of the books that we wrote, not go for no, another book got a scathing review. It was this guy said, um, this book wasn't worth the paper it was printed on. And I was like, oh, ouch, that, that kind of hurts. But then, but then I thought about, I stepped back and I said, you know, um, this person is entirely right to this opinion. This is a worthwhile opinion. This is not a bad person. It's their opinion. I want to totally validate and actually celebrate this opinion. I don't recommend authors do this um, online, but I actually went on, this is a few years ago. I actually went on and I, I, I said, Hey, I said, I appreciate your comment. I totally get it. You know, I went to the movie Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which is a movie that um, won, like, I think got like an Academy Award nomination and Richard and I walked out after 20 minutes. Like we just hated that movie. So in my comments to this person, I said, so I totally get it. Like there's sometimes just things don't resonate. So it's all good. No worries. And the person, I wasn't trying for this, but the person actually came back a few days later and changed their review. I I reread the book. It was actually pretty, pretty good. I I think if we can just go like, it's, it's okay. This is about this person's beliefs, their Mm -hmm. background, everything about who they are. And so listen, if I said, Larry, I hate your shirt right now. Like I hate it. It's horrible. And then Daryl said, I love your shirt, Larry. Well, who's right? Right. Right. Who's right. It has everything to do with me and then Daryl and nothing to do with you, Larry. And so we've got to not look for our worth in the process. We have to have our worth it in ourselves. Oh, wow. Okay. That's huge. Uh, Right there. Not getting our worth in the process, but getting our worth in ourselves before we step into the, into the arena. How do you do that as a sales rep? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a really great question. Like, I mean, I mean, I I like that whole, don't take it personal, right? Because, uh, and you know what, I'm going to throw it out there and um, I, I got really vulnerable you know, and it's just, it's just who I was, but I had to learn the hard way of not taking no personal because mm. I took it extremely personal years, yeah. years ago. I would let no just eat at me. Right. 
if, if I did something, you know, and it's just, it's something that I struggled with until I, you know, I hate to use the expression, you know, embrace the suck, but I just had to embrace it and just, mm-hmm. and just learn how to get over it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So the question wasn't, Daryl, I mean, it's a great question is, is how do you go into that? And what it is, is honestly, it's about self work. And it's about, it's about understanding that there is no way to get outside validation that, that um, just like they say that professional speakers shouldn't go on stage, just because they want pats on the back and adulation. Um, No, it's about sharing a message, right? Authors shouldn't write books just because they want people to say, Oh, what a wonderful book you want it. You're trying to help people. Salespeople need to do the same thing. And so it's not about getting that validation. If you're looking and seeking that validation for who you are as a person or, or, oh, you're the super rock star salesperson and here are your numbers, that's, again, it's outside validation. So it requires that self-work and being okay with who you are, no matter what you quote unquote do. Yeah, I think that concept right there is, I've never heard anyone talk about it in the context of sales like that before, but knowing who you are when you walk in the door so that the rejection, um, you're not, you're not going there to, to get, you know, the, do I have what it takes question answered. You need to know that before you walk in the door and, um, man, I'll, I'll put a shameless prop out for the self-reflection journal that you put together, Larry, because I think that time of self-reflection to really understand who you are, what you value, what you stand for, um, all of that before you walk in the door, before you pick up the phone um, is is incredibly valuable because if you're looking for self-worth from the yes, and quite frankly, if you're looking for self-worth and validation from the commission check, um, you're, you know, you're in the wrong, um, you may be in the wrong career, not necessarily in the wrong career, but you've got some work to do behind the scenes. Get that stuff straight. The money will follow. Um, but boy, if you're going in, you know, it's like, it's like the rep that goes in with commission breath, right? Um, maybe we call it validation breath. Like I tell me I'm good, right? Please don't. And, and I think, uh, you said earlier that, that, uh, no is a gift, but I got to agree with you on that because I think, you know, getting frank feedback from people in today's world is sometimes hard. And, and I think as salespeople, we don't even push enough to get through to the no because we're hesitant to hear it. So we never ask the hard questions. Oh, yeah, that is so true. And, and, I, and the analogy I like to give people, too, is like literally picture getting the no as a gift. Like if, if I if, <laughs> here you go, literally here you go. And then and this is kind of this is that the mindset that I, I want people to have is when you get handed a gift. Like, let's say it's this nice, cute little red wrapped box with a bow on the top. Now, the first thing you think is, well, what am I going to do with this? Right. So you unwrap it and then kind of like some, let's say something for your house, but where am I going to put it? So immediately when you get that, no, the next question is, what is my next move? What is my next step? What am I going to do now? Am I going to ask why am I going, what is my line? What is my comeback? What is my keep the door open response, Mm -hmm. which is critical to taking that, that no as a gift and then really turning it into something that could be that yes in the future. Mm, That's good. You know, Hey, hey, Andrew, I got, I got a question for you. You know, as long as way of, you know, the whole no is, is, is there any way to plan or anticipate the no? That's a great question. Well, one of the things that 
I come up against because I think some people here go for no and they think that, oh yeah, all they, all she wants is no's. That's absolutely not true. Obviously we <laughs> want yeses. Um, and there's a, there's also this, this interesting distinction between expecting a no and accepting a no. So mm-hmm. you, we don't want to, um, we don't want to go into a meeting, let's say expecting, you know, oh, I, I'm just going to go in there and I'm just going to get this horrible no and, and right. suffer through it. And it's, but it's going in and saying, this is like, for example, we say, get a big no, right? Get, go, go for big no's, go for like crazy prospects and meetings that would, that the yes could change your life. Right. So right. you might walk into that and say, Hey, I, I don't want to expect a no, but I accept it. That if, if that's what happens and I'll accept it and then I'm going to figure out what's my next move. What do I do? But Larry, I think to answer your question, so you, you don't necessarily know, you know, you, you do, you do what you can to, I think, have the most intelligent sales plan and figure out who you need to be talking to and getting in front of, because uh, I have, believe me, have heard from people over the years who are just like, I've talked to 300 people and they were all no's. Okay, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> that's not, right. <laughs> we, have, we have a problem there. So there's, there's strategy behind it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, as, as we kind of wrap up today, what a great conversation. Um, what would you say? So there's listeners out there, and, and I'll put myself, we've all been in this place where we're just like, we're beaten down by rejection. And we're, we're, you know, I mean, we're in desperate need of some self-care or something to kind of reorient our thinking. I mean, what would you say to that sales rep that maybe they're not saying anything to anyone about it, but inside they're just kind of shell-shocked with with rejection? How would you encourage someone like that? Yeah, it is a tough thing because there are slumps and we all go through them. And I think one of the one of the things I love that Bob Berg has said in the past is that every you look around and you think oftentimes that you're the only one hearing no, you're mm-hmm. not. Everyone's going through it. You're not alone. It just may be your slump, right? It's just your, I think, Larry, aren't you a baseball fan? It's just your, yeah, yeah it's your um, kind of time where you're going to the plate over and over and you're just striking out and, and that happens. Yeah. It, those dip moments are the ones that you have to fight through. And that's when you do need to read good stuff, listen to good stuff, keep mm-hmm. yourself Keep yourself and and parent yourself a little bit, Daryl. Like you said, you know yeah. you gotta you gotta be that caregiver for yourself to fight through those slumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's that's such good advice. And to go back to you know some of the stuff that you talk about, Larry, is is really reconnecting with your why. Um, you know, and and going back and just reflecting because there are some t- there are some tough seasons in sales. I don't think anyone that's been a sales professional has, you know, you're not alone. There, there are, there are tough seasons. Um, but man, what, I'm, this is a great conversation, Larry, what great advice. And you're going to be at outbound. I know. I'm so excited. It's cool. It, what are you going to talk about at outbound? Oh, I'm going to talk about this whole idea of go for no. That's all. This is all I talk about. I, I literally wake up every day and, and just talk about rejection. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, Angie, you know what? I, I, I mean, I can't wait to listen because I'm an L.A. sports fan. So we've been rejected a lot. The last <laughs> yeah, this you can use I, a little pick me up, Larry. <laughs> for sure. I, I, I can use a pick me up. So could the Dodgers and so could the Rams. No, that's going to be, I can't wait. That's good. I can't wait for that presentation. And I'm looking forward to learning in your session and 
by the way, um, I think at last check, there are still some tickets available for outbound. I know it's sold out last year. It's going to, it's, it's going to be phenomenal this year. Um, and you want to come to the outbound conference, you can go to outboundconference.com and enter the discount code heart 100 and get a hundred dollars off your ticket. And, uh, boy, that's going to be fantastic. Larry, you're going to be there. Uh, Mark Hunter is going to be there. It's going to be a bang up lineup and a room full of people that are really dedicated to being uh, at the top of their game when it comes to growing business. I'm excited about it. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's interesting and um, experiencing it last year and, and seeing how this, how the whole show or the whole event unpacks. And Andrea, I know, has seen this, but one of my favorite all-time rock bands of all time happens to be Queen. So I was like totally jazzed, you know, watching Bohemian Rhapsody a couple couple months ago but by the way i hope it wins some kind of a an oscar <laughs> right but I, I always say you know outbound is like the bohemian rhapsody of sales events you just have to experience it <laughs> that's good i love well, that <laughs> as we wrap up andrea any parting words for uh for folks out there any nuggets of wisdom let's see go for no what would you say? You know, my favorite piece of advice is just never make assumptions. You don't know if it's going to be a no. You don't know if it's going to be a yes. You got to get out there and ask. Fantastic. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a very useful conversation. I know we're going to get a lot of um, super feedback. And by the way, if you're listening to the podcast, um, we'd love to hear from you on this. You know, what? how do you deal with rejection? What are some of your strategies? Um, look us up on LinkedIn, the Selling from the Heart uh, group. And uh, on our page and comment on there, we'd love to love to hear from you about that, because I think this is an issue that we need to continue talking about. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Outbound. Definitely get a copy of Go For No. But until next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep doing the hard work, sit down and really learn how to not take no personally. And most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.